Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. This morning on the third hour of today's Standing with Ukraine. He has no idea what's coming. President Biden using his State of the Union address to condemn Vladimir Putin's invasion of Ukraine, laying out new punishment for Russia, but promising no U.S. troops will enter the fight. We're live in Washington and on the ground once again in Ukraine. Also this morning, Jill Martin's health journey. Jill opening up about her personal struggle over the past few years to help other women who might be facing the same diagnosis. And Al's honor, Mr. Roker receiving a prestigious award recognizing his decades of TV excellence. We're going to hear from the man himself. That's all ahead today, Wednesday, March 2nd, 2022. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. And a good Wednesday morning to you. Welcome to this third hour of today. Craig Melvin, Dylan Dreyer, Jacob Subroff. Good morning. Uh, Al will be back tomorrow. Chanel will be back tomorrow. Um, it's been a busy week so far. It has it indeed. Is. It certainly has. And uh, thank goodness we're halfway to the weekend. Let's just get right to President Biden's first State of the Union address. The president immediately talked about the situation in Ukraine. He sent a direct message to Vladimir Putin. The president also laid out new punishment for Russia, announcing that Russian flights will no longer be allowed in U.S. airspace. NBC's chief White House correspondent, Peter Alexander, live for us this morning in Washington. So, Peter, we saw a lot of blue and yellow during the address last night. We saw the entire chamber standing for the Ukrainian ambassador, a clear act of solidarity. But with regard to what the president said, his message to Putin last night, what was it? Yeah, Craig, we also saw some of the most bipartisan applause that we have seen perhaps since the months and years that followed 9-11. Republicans and Democrats united in their condemnation of Vladimir Putin and really their support for the heroism that the president hailed by the people of Ukraine, including its president, uh, Volodymyr Zelensky. But as you said, the president was, he did slam Vladimir Putin, saying this is effectively his war. He says as a function of these sanctions now in place that Russia, specifically Putin, is more isolated than he has ever been before. And the president said that this effort, this war, is backfiring on Putin in the process by bringing those NATO allies together. Here's more of the president last night. Putin's latest attack on Ukraine was premeditated and totally unprovoked. He rejected repeated, repeated efforts at diplomacy. He thought the West and NATO wouldn't respond. He thought he could divide us at home, in this chamber, in this nation. He thought he could divide us in Europe as well. But Putin was wrong. There were plenty of powerful moments last night, not the least of which was a standing ovation for the Ukrainian ambassador to the United States, who also received a hug from the First Lady, Jill Biden. She was there as the First Lady's guest in the room. You see all the blue and yellow, Craig, that you made note of. One other moment that caught my attention was the president, and we were given his remarks as he was delivering them. So you can tell when he was ad-libbing, he said specifically, 
Putin has no idea what's coming. You played that at the beginning of this hour, and a lot of people were wondering exactly what that meant. Would American military join this force, uh, this effort in any way? To be clear, the White House says that is not the case. Americans are not going to engage Russians, not on the ground. They're not going to do it in the skies, enforcing a no-fly zone of some kind. Instead, it really was an effort to say that Putin has miscalculated as the president, uh, Craig and Jacob and Dylan, put it effectively, thinking that the world and Ukraine would roll over and promising more sanctions to come. And I just spoke to some aides here who are saying they're already today uh, discussing additional sanctions to expand those punishments for the oligarchs, Russians, uh, Russia's elite, some of those closest to Vladimir Putin. Peter, I think that moment stood out to a lot of us. Another thing that stood out uh, is domestic issues. Inflation has become a key issue domestically. Somebody sent me a picture from my neck of the woods out in L.A. with the gas prices just yesterday. Uh, the president has a very long to-do list when it comes to the domestic agenda. That was only one of the items he addressed. Yeah, that's exactly right. This kind of was, Jacob, a tale of two speeches, right? First, sort of the state of Ukraine and then the more traditional state of the union. And inflation, the president said, is his top priority. Gas prices, everybody sees them right now, certainly in, in our home state of California. They're now paying a, a record high price for gas right now. The president said he laid out some proposals, some ideas to help try to bring down costs for Americans to try to help with those rising prices right now. But a lot of these policies uh, have run into uh, challenges on Capitol Hill. They've run into a brick wall. They're in effect, in effect right now. And the president's idea here is to try to sort of encourage companies to keep up with the demand of Americans as opposed to doing anything that might slow hiring or lower pay for Americans right now. With inflation at a 40-year high, he really does face a major challenge on that. It's one that officials behind the scenes acknowledge to me is their biggest challenge right now. Peter Alexander, our chief White House correspondent, co-host of Weekend Today. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate your work. Thanks, Peter. And as the world watched President Biden deliver that address, the fighting in Ukraine raged on. Overnight, Ukraine says Russia targeted a TV tower and a Holocaust memorial. NBC's chief foreign correspondent, Richard Engel, is live again for us in Kyiv this morning. Richard, it was extraordinary to see you there at that Holocaust memorial in the shadow of that TV tower uh, earlier on the broadcast. What's happening there right now? So here in the city, people are, are bracing. Uh, Kiev has not seen massive uh, attacks thus far. There was the attack on the television tower, which is within the grounds of a, uh, a Holocaust memorial. Uh, the reason the Holocaust memorial is there, was, there were fields that in 1941, the, the Nazis, which occupied Kiev and their Ukrainian collaborators over a two-day period, uh, machine-gunned and killed 33,000 Jews. And actually, President Zelensky has come out and gave a, a, a video message today appealing to Jews around the world, saying that Russia is distorting uh, history, is distorting the memory of the Holocaust, distorting the memory of World War II by accusing the current government, which is run by a Jewish president, Zelensky, of actually being Nazi, and that actually yesterday bombing the uh, the Holocaust memorial and killing five people. So uh, here in the city, uh, people are, are, are bracing for more is what mm. they're doing right now. And Richard, you know, we've, we've shown images of that 40-mile-long Russian convoy headed towards Kiev. Uh, it hasn't reached there yet, but w what is stalling their progress? So that is one of the big mysteries. They have this enormous column of armor. 
it has been heading in this direction for, for days now. U.S. officials say that they believe, and they're watching it closely with satellites as they're watching this entire battle space, that they're having problems with logistics. They're running out of food. They're running out of fuel. These, these uh, armored vehicles use diesel, and they use a lot of diesel. Uh, they're heavy tracked vehicles. They don't get great gas mileage. And th that is not just this convoy. There are many uh, Russian columns and, and, and small units that have been breaking down by the road. And uh, it, it has been something that the Ukrainians have been using for their own propaganda purposes, using to lift their own spirits, uh, passing along images of, of Ukrainian tractors hooking up these vehicles uh, with chains and dragging them off the road. Uh, but this could be a, a short-lived period of optimism because uh, one day that, that convoy is going to come and it will be a much, much more serious fight. And the uh, Ukrainian emergency services just put out a statement this morning saying that so far in this conflict, and we're only on day seven, 2,000 Ukrainian civilians have been killed. Richard, something else you said this morning stood out to me, this new development about the Ukrainian military saying for the first time uh, since the beginning of the conflict that its forces have actually gone out on the offensive. What, is it, what does that mean? So up until now, the Russians have been advancing. They've been using uh, airstrikes, missile strikes, and occasionally launching with, with limited success forays into the city with, with armored columns. And uh, the Ukrainians have been able to repel those uh, attacks from Russia, uh, especially when they've been coming in, in in relatively small numbers of armored vehicles. They haven't been able to do as much to stop the airstrikes and artillery strikes uh, on the cities. But uh, for the first time today, the Ukrainian foreign minister put out a statement saying that they their forces have initiated attack, that it was in the east, it was in the Donbass region, but that it was Ukrainian forces who left their defensive positions to move on the attack. So uh, they're trying to at least change the momentum or uh, change the momentum in some places. Okay. Uh, Richard Engel, live in Kiev. Thank you so much, Richard. Thanks, Richard. All right, taking a turn to some other big headlines this morning. Back here at home, another sign of recovery in the pandemic. Here in New York State, once the epicenter of COVID, masks are coming off mm. for school kids. New York's governor says she's following the new mask guidance from the CDC. Individual districts can still make their own rules, though. New York City schools uh, can... Uh, stop wearing the masks on March 7th. That's the plan. The number of new COVID cases in New York has dropped by approximately 98% since that spike in January. I think a lot of people have been waiting uh, yeah. for that news. And speaking of COVID, yes. by the way, you guys, over in the UK, Queen Elizabeth is on the mend from her battle with COVID. And believe it or not, she's back to work. The Queen hosted some virtual events for the first time since testing positive. Back all the way on February 20th, Buckingham Palace canceled several events last week while the Queen rested. Good to see her, uh, even virtually, um, back yeah. at it. Queen's yeah. been working hard for decades, and so has our guy, Al Roker. She and the <laughs> he and the Queen have that in common. We want to send a huge congratulations this morning to Al because he just received a well-deserved honor. It is the Walter Cronkite Excellence in Journalism Award, folks. It's a big deal. It is a how, huge deal. Now he traveled out to Arizona State to get to accept that award. The dean of the Walter Cronkite School of Journalism called Al Roker a, quote, trusted and treasured voice in homes all across America. Here's just a little bit of what our guy had to say. A lot of people say, Al, what's the secret to your success? And I say, well, I mean, besides my Michael B. Jordan good looks and the luxuriant hair, uh, the real secret is being fortunate to have run into and worked with not only some of the talented 
and smartest folks in television news, but people who were very willing to share what they learned from this kid from Queens. Hmm. It's ironic hearing him say that because that is precisely what he does mm -hmm. and goes out of his way and has, since I started working here yeah. to share share that wisdom with, mm -hmm. with the new kids who start here. Yeah. I texted him yesterday and I said, we have all known that you are a living legend, but now it is encased in concrete. That's true. Walter right. That's true. You know what's so special about Al? He he texted me because we wordle each other every morning. We said, of course you do. Of course. Of course you do. Um, <laughs> and I didn't realize where he was going. He said, I'm just getting on a flight. And it wasn't until after the fact that I even knew that he was receiving this oh. award. I mean, he's just so humble. humble yep. And yep. he just kind of does his thing. And, and he has so much impact on those around him. And I, he is obviously a man I look up to very much. So He'll be, he'll be back tomorrow. So. Mazel yeah. tov, Mr. Rucker. Indeed, indeed. Although he's probably not watching since it's over. <laughs> he's probably still sleeping. Uh, when we come back, our Consumer Confidential, how to secure your home when you're there and especially when you're away. Vicki Wynn talked to a former police officer to find out the simple steps, very simple steps, that we should all be taking. And then a little bit later, our friend Jill Martin is going to join us to share something that she's been dealing with for years and some important health information for women. Jill hopes that sharing this is going to do a lot of good. Certainly will. The third hour of today rolls on right after this. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And we are back with an important Consumer Confidential. Simple steps we should all take to protect our homes and our families. NBC News senior consumer investigative correspondent, the one and only Vicki Wynn is here <laughs> to show us how to beef up our security. Hey, Vicki. Yeah, hi. Good, good morning, morning, everyone. The good news is spring break is right around the corner. If you're traveling, you want to make sure your home is not a target for thieves. This morning, how to protect yourself and your family. From coast to coast, home security camera footage released by police captures burglars in action. In New York City, these crooks posed as police officers to get inside, overpower the homeowners, and walk off with $130,000 in cash and jewelry. In Phoenix, burglars deploy a battering ram to break in. In Los Angeles, a mother and her baby followed home and robbed in their driveway. And in Beverly Hills, 81-year-old philanthropist Jacqueline Avant, wife of famed music executive Clarence Avant, shot dead in her home. Police apprehended and later charged this suspect, who also attempted to break into another nearby home. Though national statistics show burglaries are in decline, these cases can shatter our sense of security. While it can be scary to think about these crimes, there are simple steps you can take to prevent the criminals from targeting you and your home. 
I enlist the help of Mike Zapraconi. He's a former NYPD detective with 16 years of experience. He's now the president of Squad Security, a global security firm. Mike, when it comes to these bad guys breaking in, what's the first thing we should know? Well, these are crimes of opportunities, so we want to make it as difficult as possible for them to come to your home and break in. What's the most common way criminals get into someone's home? Basic things, checking doors, checking windows. They're going to look for something that might be open, unlocked, like this. Uh. If it's locked, they're going to move on. Mike says breaking windows and doors can alert neighbors, and many criminals will move on if there isn't a convenient way in. Another common thing people do, they hide the key under the doormat or maybe nearby the front door. Anywhere in proximity to the door, they're going to check. Don't do it. If you have a security system, Mike says to occasionally call your company to make sure the software and equipment are up to date. No alarm system? He says a video doorbell can be a cheaper alternative. These days, many of us also rely on delivery services, so our packages can pile up. We all know about porch pirates, mm -hmm. but this is also a key that no one's home at all. The more things you leave out, more people are going to know you're not home. Got to get these inside quickly. Always, quick as possible. What if you have to go on vacation and you're going to leave your home empty? You want to make your home feel as secure as possible, so you want to always try to do as much as you can to make that person, the burglar, think someone's home. You want to maybe leave lights on? put some shades down. You want to be able to not have somebody be able to look into your window mm -hmm. and see that nobody's around. And if you park your car outside, keep your car doors locked because if you have an automatic garage door opener programmed inside, it'll work even if there are no keys. Mike says thieves sometimes strike right when you get home. So look around before getting out of your car. Be aware of your surroundings and avoid talking and texting on your phone. Let's say you come home and something's not right. The door is open, a window's open. What should you do? Step back for a minute. Call 911, get to a safe place, give them a description, what you saw. Don't go inside. So what happens, Mike, if you're inside and someone breaks in? Don't confront them. Step back, give them whatever they're asking for. It's usually property. Get a really good description, and then when the opportunity comes, call the police once you're safe. And don't forget about what you leave outside around your house that could make it easier for thieves to break in. Our security expert says you don't want to put things like a ladder or a shovel in your yard mm. because that can be used to smash a window or uh, get into your second floor. Wow. It's things you don't think about, yeah. but you just Man. don't want to create crimes and of don't, opportunity. Don't leave that key under the rock either. No, yeah. definitely not. Um, so what about those doorbell cameras? I feel like they're obviously a good deterrent because they're sort of always on. How yeah. do you know which one is, is a good one? This is a really important question. We just talked to Tom's Guide editor, Mark Spoonhour, and he says you want to make sure the camera that you're buying now has that ultra wide lens to uh, capture that large area and mm. check out the video quality, especially at night. That's when it counts, right? right? You also want to make sure you have a camera that has a battery pack inside. So if you lose that low voltage power, you can still record video and also those subscription fees. You do want to read the fine print that you're not mm -hmm. just buying that camera for one time, but can you afford the monthly? And right. um, mm -hmm. the other thing is the Wi-Fi. It's always connected to Wi-Fi. So change the password immediately. You want to make sure it's strong. Such good tips. I, you know, you got to remember, uh, uh, those floodlight cameras, not all of them have night vision. I didn't think about that. Right, exactly. And if the crime happens at night, you want to get a good description. Right. But all if right. your Wi-Fi goes down, right. it's great also tips. not very good. Great tips. That cop, by the way. So much. He's great. Straight, straight out of Central Casting. He's great. We love Mike. Yes. You can come over and do a consultation at my house. <laughs> all right, thanks, Vicki. For more great advice from Vicki, be sure to tune in to Consumer Confidential on our streaming channel today all day, 1130 and 530 Eastern at today.com slash 
all day and on Peacock. Have you oh, thanks how much for the better porn, guys. Vicky's headshot is in the restaurant? Oh, my God. <laughs> that's like a freeze frame. That's my favorite picture. Can we bring that back? No, up? that's like my is least that? favorite picture. No, that's a good It's headshot. like a weird, yeah. I love that. Good. Yeah. There yeah. we go. Thanks a lot, Craig. It's like, it's like your serious consumer confidential face. All right, coming up, Jill Martin is going to join us. She is sharing some important personal health information. It's a, a story that many women are going to relate to. Then later, she's a global sports superstar. She's only 17. Who are we talking about? That's Coco Goff. She's going to join us live to talk tennis and so much more. We'll be right back. This morning, our friend Jill Martin is opening up about her own health to raise awareness for all women out there. And we are so glad you are telling this story. Yes. Thank you. And you'll meet my doctor in a moment. But um, good morning, everyone. This has impacted my life for some time, but I haven't chosen to share my experience until now. Many women suffer for years because of the fear that a hysterectomy is the only option. But there may be less invasive procedures if addressed early. I wanted to share my journey with fibroids. Okay, I'm going in. Last month, I underwent a procedure to finally heal an issue I've suffered from for years, fibroids. I've had them since 2019, and my mom has lived with them for years with no issue. But at the start of the new year, many viewers were noticing a change in my body. Some thinking I was pregnant, others asking if I had gained weight. Turns out my stomach physically became distorted by the fibroids. The pain, unbearable. One of mine had grown to the size of a grapefruit and it was sitting on my uterus. It hurt to have intercourse and I was constantly having to use the restroom because of all the pressure. In February, with my fiance Eric by my side, I underwent uterine fibroid embolization performed by vascular and interventional radiologist, Dr. Mark Schiffman at New York Presbyterian Weill Cornell. I have two fibroids. Are we gonna try to get both or just the big one? Well, you have two bigger ones and then multiple smaller ones. We're gonna, we're gonna shoot to kill. Upon further examination, I didn't have two fibroids. I actually had 18. This procedure doesn't get rid of the fibroids. It cuts the blood flow to them, which helps them to shrink and become manageable. And Dr. Schiffman said that I was a champ. I will know if it worked in six months, but I am already on the mend. The silver lining is it's over. And you get to see me like this. <laughs> and still smiling as still. always. Still. You are Aww. absolutely incredible. Um, joining us also is uh, Dr. Karen Broadman, assistant clinical professor of gynecology at Mount Sinai. So good morning to you as well. And, and Jill, you know, this is, um, it, it's very difficult to come out with something that you're dealing with quietly for so long. Why did you decide now is the time to tell yeah, the Yeah, and you've done it. And, you know, I feel like as a family, I've been with the show for 13 years and our viewers, you know, we share the good. And I think as a family, to find strength, you have to share the bad. Yes. And, you know, and so that was one reason. The other reason is, is that it's fixable. And for me, you know, I feel like if something is fixable, um, I'm grateful that I was able to share this because I can help so many women. And the last reason is that I feel like, you know, for me, the choice of when 
over 70% of women have fibroids. Okay. And historically, you think that hysterectomy is the only option. So and you deal with it. So you deal with it, and you deal with the pain. And you see the way my body was, mm -hmm. um, was, was just, it, I didn't look like me or feel like me, mm -hmm. and the pain was so unbearable. And the thought of not being able to carry children, although that's not in my plan right now, wasn't an option for me. And so mm -hmm. to be exposed to these other options that so many women don't know about yeah. is why I'm sharing this. Mm -hmm. and and I think Dr. Broadman can help shed light. You know, so many out people out there are suffering in silence. They're called right. silent sufferers. So, Dr. Broadman, to that point, I mean, so in the piece there, Jill talked about her mom having fibroids, mm -hmm. but I, I guess they pretty much lay dormant for, for her life. I mean, why, do, why, why does that happen for some women and not for others? And who's most at risk? Well, you know, that, that's, a great, that's a great question. So women, we usually see fibroids present in the 30s and 40s. Uh, often there's a family history. We find that black women, African-American women, are uh, more impacted than others. Their fibers are usually a little more aggressive, and they are uh, faster growing, and they occur at younger ages. So uh, it's, it's a, but it's a fairly common problem across, you know, all demographics. Hey, first of all, we love you, and I can't yeah. believe that, you know, you have the strength to share this, and we're so proud of you. Thank you. Um, I want to ask the doctor, the symptoms that Jill described, um, mm -hmm. abdominal pain, uh, frequent urinating, mm -hmm. uh, pain during intercourse, right. are these the most common symptoms? Is this what you're always they saying? They are very common, very common. Uh, there are three basic areas of uh, symptoms that we see. The, one of the presenting symptoms is often heavy menstrual bleeding, bleeding between periods. And that is usually a, a, you know, the first literally red flag. Uh, other symptoms include pressure symptoms. The fibers get very large. They start to push on various parts of the body, bladder pressure, uh, pelvic pressure, pelvic pain, and then finally, fertility issues. So uh, these fibers are large masses in the uterus, and they can sometimes prevent fertility or prevent pregnancy, and often they can cause miscarriages or even cause problems later on uh, with a pregnancy. But it's not universal. It depends on the size and the location and the number. What, so what is the treatment besides a hysterectomy? Lots of treatments. So you really have to tailor the treatment to what is going on with the patient. And it's also patient-centered treatment. Uh, if it's heavy bleeding, we can sometimes treat that with medications alone. If it's a pressure symptom, then we can either resort to surgery, including hysterectomy or myomectomy, or other less invasive, minimally invasive procedures. But there are options, yes. and that's what I want to get out of this, is that ask your doctors, ask mm -hmm. the questions. There are less invasive options yeah. um, other than the historic hysterectomy. Are they so, gone? Are you, are, so I'm still done? like with the heating pad. I'm okay. I'm healing. Okay. They'll know in six months if it works. But um, I'm just very grateful that it's fixable. And thank you for yeah, You're welcome. Mm -hmm. Thank you for telling your story. We're going to help a lot of people. Yes. Absolutely. Such an important story to tell. Jill, Dr. Broadman, thank you so much. Uh, Jill and both her doctors are actually going to stick around to answer viewer questions live starting at 10 a.m. Eastern on our Today Show Instagram page. Jill also wrote a personal essay about her experience that you can check out on today.com. Well done. Thank you. Well we done. love you. Uh, when we come back, teenage tennis star Coco Golf. She's up early. There she is live. We're going to find out what Coco's been up to and... We'll talk about her new project, Away From The Court. We'll be right back.
You are absolutely going to love our next guest. At just 17 years old, Coco Goff is the youngest player ranked in the top 100 by the Women's Tennis Association. Three years ago, she became the youngest player ever to qualify for Wimbledon and pulled off an amazing upset of one of her favorite idols, Venus Williams. This morning, Coco joins us live to talk about a new ad campaign uh, with the great message and more. Coco, good morning. Good morning, Coco. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> First of all, you know, before we get into, into this campaign, congratulations. You're just returning stateside after winning a doubles tournament last week overseas uh, in Qatar. You yes. play singles and you play doubles. You picked up a racket yes. at just six years old. As, as a father who's been trying to get his young daughter to take up the sport <laughs> of tennis, what is it about tennis that Coco loves so much? Um, For me, about tennis, I would say I'm not – the best like teamwork person <laughs> so <laughs> my parents growing up said I'll always play by myself and um, they always catch me picking me up from pre-k playing by myself so of course I had to choose a sport where most of the time you're by yourself except when you play doubles <laughs> Coco you're you're, you're you're now a paid spokesperson for for American Eagles members always campaign it's a platform that yeah. aims to unite and to inspire the next generation we're fascinated to hear about this tell us more about the initiative um, yeah, so the Members Always campaign is just basically about being inclusive and making uh, young kids and young teenagers feel that they can express themselves in any way and however they, that they want. And I'm super happy to be a part of this campaign. And one of the key points is uh, really to create an open dialogue about adversity. And, and you've wanted mm -hmm. to kind of talk about challenges you've had both on and off the court. Why, why is that so important to you? Um, for me, it's, it's really important, especially um, being in a predominantly white sport, to um, just always always use diversity to make kids feel represented. And for me, that, that those people were the Williams sisters and made me feel represented. And I, I hope that um, I can be that kind of person for um, young kids now. Hey, Coco, to that point, do, do you feel like your sport is starting to change in that regard? Do you find now, because of Venus and Serena, because of Coco, um, that, that there are more people who look like us that are picking up tennis rackets all over this country? Um, 100%. Um, I, re I remember one me memory um, after one of my matches, a little girl came up to me. She's like, I started tennis because of you. Aww. And like, it was so simple, but like, it literally made me like almost go into tears because I'm <laughs> because I was like, I remember being that girl and and um, picking up a racket because of the Williams sisters. And for me, like all I ever wanted to do was inspire just at least one person to do that. And for me, that was that girl was that person. And I, I still have like the picture of the moment she came up to me. I think my mom was taking a picture Aww. or something in the background. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Um, and Coco, March 13th, it's a, a big day. You're turning the big yeah. one eight. <laughs> what are you doing for yes. your birthday? Um, I'll actually be playing a tournament. I'll of be course. in uh, oh, Indian Falls in Palm Springs, California. But um, I do want to go skydiving. I, I oh. probably won't do it during the week of the bir my birthday, <laughs> but I'm just going to say sometime this year. Hopefully, I can find time, find time to do it. <laughs> I've skydived twice, um, so even oh, really? if you're like on the edge and you really want to do it, you really have to do it. It's, go, go in okay, tandem. I'm do it's it. amazing. Go in tandem, oh, yeah. Coco. Please go in tandem. We have to protect Coco Golf at all costs. Thank you, Coco. Happy, happy birthday, Coco. Happy birthday. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. And Thank when so we much. come back, some simple solutions to go green in the kitchen. How to cut out all those single-use plastics that we rely so much on. We'll be right back.
The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Okay, so whether you're packing lunches or covering leftovers, you probably go through loads and loads of plastic every day. We certainly do in our house. The uh, Natural Resources Defense Council says the amount of single-use plastic produced worldwide every year nearly equals the weight of half the entire human oh population from is, perspective. It is all over our ocean. So, Katie Holdefer, senior editor at Real Simple Magazine, is here with some simple solutions. Scan that QR code to see them now. Katie, good morning to you. Good, good morning. morning. Let me start with this. This is an alternative to plastic bags. We have these at my house. We love them. What's the secret to cleaning them, I think, is the yeah. question. <laughs> okay, so cleaning them is super simple because these are stasher bags. We love them at Real Simple. They are made of food-safe silicone, and they can go in the dishwasher. So you oh, put them wow. inside out. That's what we do. That's my trick at home. I put it inside out in the dishwasher. Oh, okay. yeah, so they go right in the dishwasher. They're super simple to clean. You can also wash them by hand and use, like, a dish brush to get mm. into all the crevices. Got it. You can also throw them, like, in the oven, too, right? Oh, they go everywhere. What? So, yes, in the oven? These, you can bake in those? You can put them in the oven up to four. 425 degrees Fahrenheit. That I did not so know. not That's over amazing. that, but you can put them in the microwave as mm -hmm. well. And yeah, dishwasher safe. Yeah. So if you like a toasted peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep. Um, so I love these beeswax wraps. I have them at home, although they have a scent to them. So is it okay to wrap your food up in these? It I mean, is how do they totally work? great to wrap your food up in these. They're not going to transfer. They have a very light scent when you first open them. That is because they are made with beeswax. There are also vegan options that are made with soy wax, like from Kala & Co. These are from uh, Bees Wrap Company. But they do not transfer the scent at all, and it's a very light scent. I actually love it, mm -hmm. but as you wash them, you can just wash them with cool water and a little bit of dish soap. Mm -hmm. That scent will go away over okay. time. And also, they'll get more pliable. Yeah. And so mm -hmm. how these work is that they're wax, so when you just warm them with your oh, hands, okay. that's how it creates the seal around mm -hmm. whatever you're wrapping. You can wrap avocados, you can wrap a bowl. Mm -hmm. They make vegan ones, Katie, too, right? we, Yes, they do, without we got to get to okay. three more products in 90 seconds, so let's talk about these, these lids that are replacement these are so cute. for cling wrap, huh? Yes, these are another replacement for cling wrap, but these are ideal when you really want to get an airtight seal mm -hmm. around whatever you're wrapping. And so these are from Net Zero Co., and they go right around bowls. Mm -hmm. They can go around an orange. We even have a melon. That's great. And so they're stretchy, and they come in several different sizes, mm -hmm. and they can fit even around square or around containers. So oh, they're perfect. really versatile, and then these are dishwasher safe. And next so up easy is, to clean. Uh, next up is, this is a uh, basically a hack for your pet food? Yes. Okay, do any of you have pets that eat canned food. 
Not canned food. No. Okay, so this is for all of the pet parents who have really picky pets mm -hmm. that only eat wet food. Um, so I use these on my cat's food every single day. They're great. They just pop on and off of the can. Mm -hmm. And then what's really wonderful about the design is that each can cover can fit three different size oh. cans. All right. So, so if you have pets that eat all different types of canned food, one cover fits all oh, of them. Oh, that's perfect. And then these can also be tossed in the dishwasher on the top rack, or you can hand wash them. Katie, okay. I think we actually have time for the bags. Amazing. Yeah. Okay, because I love these. Okay, so the next What's time so that you're going these? to a picnic or a potluck, you're bringing mm -hmm. a dish to a party, this is how you're really going to elevate your food presentation without using the plastic wrap oh, and without using cool. the tin foil. Um, so, yeah, you can just store them like this. And then this is a drawstring cover that is oh. machine washable. Okay. And it can go around a casserole dish that's up to 9 by 13 inches. And so you just oh, pull that close. Oh, that's great. And then the casserole dish can go inside this carry tote. These are from Op plot mm -hmm. um, and it just really elevates the presentation and without using all of the plastic very oh, very amazing. cool well katie thank you so much for being here thank and you, so much. you know as always with these products you can head to today.com slash shop or scan the qr code as a reminder today receives a commission for purchases made through the qr codes or links on our website Great job. when we come back we're going to stay in the kitchen in fact we are not serving jar sauce tonight folks no no <laughs> our friend anthony contrino he's got two fantastic recipes to celebrate, apparently, National Sauce Month. Oh, Who Sauce knew? Month. It's a thing. Wow. We'll be right back. Well, I'm just finding this out, but March is National Sauce Month, so we decided to go to our go-to sauce guy. Anthony Contrino is the host of Saucy on our streaming channel today all you day. You made up this, this <laughs> month thing, didn't you? You made it up. Just for you. He is here to show us two simple and tasty pasta sauces. Anthony, good morning. I, I ran into you in the hallway, and I said, reading my notes, I just purchased all the ingredients um, on Fresh Direct good morning. so that they were at my house so I can make this and for dinner tonight. You see how easy this is, but we're going to go a little rogue. We're going out of order. Okay. Craig, I need you to drop the ravioli. Drop the ravioli in here. Boiling okay. water. Give it a stir, and we'll get back to it. Yes, sir. Careful. Later. Gentle. Cooking in live it's hot. time. It's hot. hot. It's hot. There we go. Thank you. Thank you all. So, <laughs> thank you so much. So, what I love about both of these recipes is they literally come together in the amount of time that it takes you to bring water to a boil and cook the pasta. Okay. So we're starting off with. My spinach pesto, it's actually my cousin Tracy's spinach pesto. She makes this all the time, okay. and I stole her recipe. Because <laughs> nice. when it's good, you steal it. Garlic exactly. and oil. So, garlic oil. and oil steeping on a low heat, really not looking to bring on much color. Oh, it's really good. just to infuse. Good, Tracy. The, okay. Craig uh, <laughs> skipped the two steps already. Yeah, Once you get there, pasta. in oh, goes baby spinach, buy it cooked. Okay. Little salt for seasoning, and mm -hmm. just cook it until it's wilted down. Okay. Once it's wilted down, right into a food processor or a blender oh. with some pecorino romano cheese, adds a little Ooh. saltiness. Mm -hmm. Taste it for seasoning. Okay. And then right over your favorite pasta. And that's it. It's do you that do, simple. Do you do store-bought uh, ground cheese, or you grind your own, you grind up your own cheese, um, grind up your own cheese? I actually just buy it store-bought. Uh -huh. Really. Um, like legit DOP cheeses yeah. Yeah. are allowed to be sold. Just make sure that it's like a legit cheese. Okay. okay. Uh, uh, that how pasta you, that you're using. How do you using. keep it so bright? It just stays that way because it's spinach. So, so you don't have to worry about it oxidating. Nope, you just cook it until it's okay. just wilted. And then you just toss to combine. If you like, like it on a thinner side, you can oh, add you. a little of the pasta water to okay. thin it out and just stir, 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 and then finish it. Let's, just a drop more of the cheese. We got about two minutes left. Oh, oh my sure you get to this uh, this pasta that you had me prepare. And it's almost done. You see how it just rises right. to the top? 
gonna just push you guys down. You said three okay. minutes. Okay. Oh, three so minutes? we're done with the pasta already. We're okay. done with this. Like so simple, so easy. I'm not done with this. This one's <laughs> even easier. <laughs> so this is a stick of salted butter. Okay. I'm using salted, so we don't have to worry about seasoning it later on. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you're gonna cook it over medium high heat. Oh. It's gonna foam. Oh. The water that's in the butter is going to kind I of stop with steam this out. And then if you see the brown bits on the bottom, those mm -hmm. are the milk solids in the butter. So just keep stirring it because you want to make sure it doesn't burn. Okay. That's the only thing that can kind of go awry so in this recipe. So that's brown butter. That's brown butter. It sounds butter. so fancy, but that's yep. all you have and to do. And this is literally a restaurant-style dish. Yes, it is. That you can make at home. And this Hit me. literally takes five minutes to make. I got it. Okay. Once um, your butter is brown, sage. That's going to kind of give it a little bit of earthiness. Mm -hmm. And I'm not really looking to fry it. Once again, I'm just kind of looking to infuse it mm -hmm. you, with a little bit of that. Chef, do you eat the sage? You can eat the sage. I'm going to Yeah. And those are just pine nuts? Delicious. And then pine nuts. Let's top it up. Toasted Once, pine nuts? Those are toasted pine nuts. Okay. Once your stuff. sage is infused, gets a little bit of crispiness with a spider Ooh. right on in. And don't worry if you bring in some of that water. Ooh. And this is butternut squash ravioli. And you just bought those pre-made? Pre-made, just like this. Okay. You can find them pretty much oh anywhere. Goodness. I love that he's just like us. These are the easiest yep. meals to make. Toss it just to combine. And then just oh plate it up. I'm sorry that it does not smell a vision because it smells delicious. This yeah. is absolutely amazing. And that's really that. it. Like, I know. super simple. And, and I'm if so you glad serve I got the ingredients. Dinner for your friends, they would think, like, Whoa. Whoa. you're super fancy. Anybody well could do it. You're saucy. <laughs> Anthony, thank you so much. Uh, for these recipes, head to today.com slash food. And don't forget to tune in to Saucy on our streaming channel today all day, Thursdays at 11 a.m. and 1.30 p.m. Saucy. Saucy. We'll saucy. be right back. Mm. Dude, this is legit. Amazing. Tomorrow on the third hour of today, romance author Jasmine Guillory shares her March book picks. All right, coming up on Hone and Jenna. They're taking their show on the road, folks. They've got the big announcement coming up. I'm going to be tuned in. We will see you back here tomorrow. Have a great day, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.